everybody. Welcome to Creator Flow Podcast. We have a really special episode today. Um, a fantastic artist. I found him on Instagram. I think he was, he stood out to me only because, um, it, you know, it's just this abstract art that I'm familiar with personally, and we'll get into that. Um, but also just the, the beautiful kittens and cats that this man could uh, somehow... Um, and uh, uh, illustrate through his mind, and I think it's really, really phenomenal stuff. That's I'm going to be honest. That's the stuff that stood out to me. Um, but I, uh, we are joined today by the the fantastic postmodern Tony B. How's it going? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me on your uh, podcast. Too. Yeah. I appreciate that. No, I, I, I really think your your art spoke to me in a weird, uh, interesting way. Um, I was looking at people through Instagram and just trying to figure out who can I have on as a guest, who can I try to buy art from, you know, a lot of selfish things going on there, trying to figure out what's, what it is that uh, we could do here. And I just think your art really, really popped out. I mean, I, I draw, right. Uh, I I haven't mentioned this to you, but um, I draw on my own time. I don't see it as a career or anything, but I like to do it. I enjoy doing it. And, um, the style I, I like to, I guess, would, would be in the abstract world. And I think that's why your art spoke to me so so powerfully. And I think if you could get into maybe what what sparked that, that, that design aspect, because you have a very specific style. Well, I, uh, I mean, I think, uh, you know, as you, when you've, early on when I became an artist, I kind of, I didn't really enjoy it, obviously, because I, you know, I, I have a pretty uh, tremendous output. I'm fortunate enough to be able to be creative enough that I can, you know, create artwork regularly. Uh, art, art is kind of like, uh, you know, you can go through periods like a writer does with, with writer's block. Art is, a, you know, it's, it's anything. It's just, it's a creative process. So if you're not in that uh place be creative it's it's hard to be creative but i was able to uh over time you know i kind of started out i mimicked some of my early work mimicked other artists uh well-known artists i'm not well known uh but you know i over time i developed my own style uh, and once i was able to do that i think i was able to be i don't know if the word would be open-minded i think to some degree it's open-minded because uh, be, being an artist i think is a uh it's kind of like a musician i guess you know you can write a really good song but everybody might not agree with the what you're trying to say in the song and the style you know but uh you know you i decided i'm just going to do what i what i want to do and uh go with that and i did and i i got some negative feedback from people early on uh, not necessarily people on instagram or social media but uh friends you know people that in my life so uh but you know and, and i think they were well-meaning uh but i being who i am uh, you, you did mention the whole thing about the not being selfish but to some degree i had to be selfish and say well you know i appreciate your advice but you know i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do and so i kind of went from there uh now the the, the cat i know those i do a lot of cat paintings uh, but i started out doing just a wide variety of stuff and i really didn't have any you know i have a few little uh series i do the head series and of course the feline i started out with the feline fatale series and i kind of went and did the ferocious feline series which which was a uh kind of a build on the first series, uh, a little more 
raw, I guess you would say, a little more intense. Uh, and so I kind of went there. Uh, like I was saying, once I developed my own style, I was able to let go of preconceptions of what I thought art should be about. And really, art's just about whatever you want it to be. Uh, it's a creative process. So I kind of just went in that direction with it. Yeah, it's one of those things that, I mean, you, you have this blank canvas and you, you could create anything you would ever imagine. And that's what's so beautiful about it. You can just put, literally put pen to paper and see where it goes. A lot of the time, us artists see it as an obstacle uh, in the beginning and go, oh my God, I'm too nervous. I don't know what to do. What am I going to create here? But then once you find your groove, once you find your, your style comes a lot easier and clearly you found it and again i don't want i didn't mean to paint you in a box and say you only do cat stuff <laughs> but um, oh yeah but but your the uh, the face series is that what you called it i mean that, uh, that the, the head the series, series yeah, yeah face heads they're um, essentially faces but i thought heads sound a little more you know <laughs> a little more uh visceral sure yeah <laughs> yeah i mean all that all, all of your stuff pops and um and it's truly, uh, it's truly great stuff. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to pat you on the back every ten seconds, but I'm going to do that if I can because it's, it's really great stuff. Um, but is this something that, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of artists, painters, sculptors, whatever, what have you, there's a certain time in which they start doing this art, and it's usually when we're young. Is that something that you uh, were doing at at such a young age? Well, uh, I, I did do, I was pretty, as a child, I was pretty creative. I colored and drew just like a lot of children. I, my mother was, uh, uh, she liked to paint. She didn't do any shows or anything. She painted for her personal, uh, you know, for herself. And uh, she had some artwork uh, hanging up around the house. Uh, interesting about my mother was she was a very, a traditional mom, I guess, to a parent, you know, very kind. Of course, she passed away now and she was lived to be pretty old, but she, uh, and I, I was not a, I didn't have young parents when, when I was born, my mother was 41. So uh, I came from a large family, but by the way, she, uh, she was an artist and I think I got some inspiration from her. One thing I think I got from her was that uh, she, which was, I was going back to the saying that she was kind of a traditional mom. A lot of her paintings were women, naked women laying on rocks, mm -hmm. laying in kind of erotic kind of places and things like that, which I think it would have, at the time I was kind of, being a young boy, I was fascinated by it, obviously. <laughs> uh, but as I got older, I realized, you know, there's something going on here. And I don't know, I think, uh, you know, she had uh, some, uh, she, I think she probably would have been a very accomplished artist if she had wanted to be, but I think she chose to raise a family. And so that took up a good part of her life. So uh, I think that maybe those paintings were kind of a, uh, uh, I would say a uh, kind of a, you know, reminder of her that she, what you know, painting naked women on rocks, laying out in rocks and laying on, you know, out in the open was kind of a, liberating thing I think to do and so I think that's what she drew from that and so I kind of saw that uh in my artwork and I, as I got older when I did start getting into doing artwork which was actually much much later uh, I didn't start actually really painting or being creative until my mid 30s 30 I was about 35 uh I consider myself young I'm 53 now uh, but I'm I'm really 
fairly active. You know, I do things that I've been doing all my life. I'm very active outside and stuff. So I, I try to be active as far as uh, my mind being creative with my artwork. But I didn't, I never really took it real seriously when I was younger. I think I just kind of saw things that my mother did and other people did. And I, was, and I had some brothers and sisters that were pretty artistic as well. Uh, but no, I didn't really start until later until, uh, actually I started uh, after my mother had passed away when I was 35 and I did it kind of, as a, it was kind of a therapeutic thing for me to do, uh, you know, maybe to honor her. And so I started then and that's when I really got serious with it. Wow, that's that's actually kind of unique and fascinating. I mean, you, like I said, you, usually you pick up the pen or the paintbrush at quite an early age, and, and and somehow you were able to do it at such a much later part in life that most people would at that point go. Ugh. It becomes a it becomes like a, 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 a what do you mean like a weekend chore at that point at, at that part in life. But you yeah. saw it at, at some, for, you know, for, for, for everyone's benefit, you saw it as, no, I'm going to actually really take this up. And mm -hmm. I, I commend you for that because, again, like most people be like, I'll do it on, the, I'll do it on Sundays only. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that is where I, uh, why I've been doing it for now for the last, you know, uh, like I said, I was the started when I was 35 and now I'm 53. Uh, I consider myself young. I don't by any means. Sure, sure. I, I, I really <laughs> do. I do things that, uh, that a lot. I mean, a lot of my art, I know artists out of my age and they're a little more reserved in what they paint. And, you know, the creative process is the same, but the, I think they limit themselves on, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but I, I, I personally, I wouldn't like it. I like to be able to paint whatever, but I think, you know, as you get older, sometimes you think, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't do this. Or, you know, you, you shouldn't dress this way or, right. you know, that those kind of mentalities. Uh, I don't let them apply to me uh, in any aspect of my life, to be honest. I, I I try to stay real active. I, you know, exercise and do a lot of other things for the whole purpose of being able to stay uh, active in painting and being creative so i kind of i've made it my life in that sense uh, which is very important to me i try to you know i i still go out uh you know and i'll have some a few beers with my friends a couple of drinks uh do that i actually went to a, a local we have a speakeasy here and i went out mm. some, uh, and that was really fun but you know you get a couple of drinks at a speakeasy you might not you're not gonna wake up feeling too uh chipper in the morning so i I've learned, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't need to relive those, my 20s anymore. I don't need to relive all that and get so, you know, drank so much where I can't function. So I, I manage everything around that. I, you know, I always make sure I limit myself or pace myself in those regards and, and keep myself on a, a schedule because I love the pain. I don't want to not be able to do it. So I always uh, kind of follow a strict routine in that regards. Uh, now I'm very, you know, when I do those things, I do a lot. I'm kind of free, free will, I guess, in my artistic uh, creativity. You know, I, I don't. I that's why I don't draw the line. I allow myself to be creative in whatever way when I get in my studio. But gotcha. once I'm outside my studio, I make sure everything's kind of good around that. Because going back to you asking me how old I was when I started, I didn't. I started pretty late in life, so. I don't 
I'm not going to be able to catch up. I'm not trying to catch up with, with what I should have done when I was in my twenties or teens or whatever, but I want to be able to continue to do it until uh, it's time to go, so to speak. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at with that and how I kind of, and, and I, and you were talking about being selfish and sometimes you have to be selfish. And you have to, you have to be, but you also have to have balance uh, and kind of limits to, you know, I can't obviously spend all of my time in the studio. Yeah. I mean, that's something, I mean, going back to what you were saying about, um, you know, though you're in society's eyes, an older man, um, you continue, you continue to reinvent yourself. You continue to, 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 to add new, you know, facets to either your life or to your art. And I think that's something we actually always talk about in this podcast is, um, whether it is you want to stay relevant in the world of the people outside of your, your own existence or, mm-hmm. or just to yourself, you always have to add something new or, and, and even take away. There's even that, that, that notion that, you know, you should take away from, from some of your routines. Um, and, and it seems that you're, you're, uh, you're under, you understand that. And I think that's very important. You also say you're 53. There is a picture of someone on your Instagram account. Is that you? Uh, am I, uh, there's probably one picture of me, there's one picture of me on my account, uh, and I'm sitting by a painting, I'm sitting on a stool by a painting, I'm gonna have a blue and white, yeah, that's, that should be me, because there's only one picture, painting, uh, picture of me on my account, I don't put a lot of. Okay, because there's a picture of someone else standing, and it's relatively not that long ago. Oh, well, there's a picture, yo, well, yes, yeah, there's a, there's a couple pictures of me standing, uh, uh next to somebody usually somebody buys my auto have my picture taken I see. i'm the okay. one i'm the gentleman with the hat on gotcha I've seen uh, i'm, I'm always hat. wearing a hat yeah i always yes. wear uh, i wear scally casts a lot well listen with, i wouldn't kind of the peaky blinders i yeah very much so i wouldn't have guessed uh your age and i, I would have been dead wrong on that <laughs> so oh, thank you no <laughs> you're very welcome um, wow. Yeah. So see, again, no, again, we're reinventing yourself, staying young. And again, that's, 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 I guess the key to life, right. Is just, uh, just staying, uh, um, just busy and just engaged. And that, and that's very important. Um, it is. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Now. So, so you started at 32, like, like for real, right. That was, you said you were doing some stuff when you were younger, but nothing too serious. Now, yeah. with that being said, did you get right into what you, you're, you're known for now? Or did it take a while for you to really figure out who you are as an artist? Uh, it, it took a while. I don't, I was doing a, a lot of stuff. You know, I was uh, starting to paint. I kind of went out and bought some canvases. And I did, you know, initially I'd actually made some of my own stretches and, and put the canvas on them and did some of that. Uh, and I started experimenting and, you know, I kind of would, I kind of got uh, researched and looked around and just and kind of for inspiration, uh, you know, and I kind of started going to the uh, art store and kind of talking to the people that ran them and asked them, you know, about things about pain, you know, things to learn about the, the technical aspect of art and, and the course. And then I kind of, you know, but I, I would say that early on, I really didn't have my own voice so to speak with my own you know i guess what i wanted to do yet so i was just kind of uh going through the motions i don't even know if i had a process really but i, I was definitely going through motions uh 
And it, it took a few years to do that. I would say probably in 20, 2014 or so, uh, I really, 2015, I really started to get real serious and uh, just, you know, uh, as far as looking at art as being something I could do as a, a career, you know, and in that aspect, uh, because I was pretty serious prior to that, but I don't think I, I took it as, you know, being anything other than not necessarily like you were saying something you do on a weekend, but something I did, you know, not just a passion. I mean, I think you can have, uh, I think it's important uh, to have a passion, but if you can make a living at it, that's even greater, you know, that's even, that's even better, right? Uh I think that's everybody's goal to some degree. Uh, I think especially to a person that maybe decides, okay, do I want to make a lot of money uh, and have a, or make a good living at, at a job I don't really like, or do I want to make a good living or, or make a living at a job I love, you know? Uh, so I think once you find out whatever you want to do, you start working towards it, the money will come and you can make a living at anything you want to. Uh, yeah. But no, I so I kind of developed that. I want to go back to when you were saying about reinventing yourself. That was one thing I, I about 2015, I started thinking, yeah, I want to re reinvent myself and not be my old person. I do think that, you know, we always say that, you know, you have the stages of life and there probably there is, I guess, in the chronological order of how you live. But I, I think people that really, live life and enjoy life they reinvent themselves a lot of time and i don't want to make that sound like uh, i don't want that to sound like well because i'm 53 i'm going through a midlife crisis so i'm trying i'm not trying to, i'm not going out and buying you know uh sports cars and stuff like that and trying to do things i, sh I should have been doing in my 20s that i did and trying to re relive my 20s by no means i'm not doing anything like that but when i say reinvent myself uh i mean like who am I and what can I contribute to the world and what does my art mean to everybody, like you said, outside of me to the rest of the world and does it have value and how can I reinvent myself in that way? Uh, because I think, you know, we ultimately try to find a place uh, in life. I don't even necessarily want to say society because I think that really nails, gives you very limited options when you say within society because there's different types of societies, obviously. But uh, in the world at large, you know, there's a connection. You know, you I I, I talk to a lot of people through Instagram and and uh, Facebook. I have a lot of people. I have a website, so I you know, and, and of course, and I also talk to people in person when I have shows. Mm -hmm. uh, so it allows me to connect with people on those different levels, which I, as an artist, is very important for me. You know, uh, and it would be just for you as well. You know, you you you're, you're doing the same thing, just in a different medium than I am yeah. uh, but it's the same process you're wanting to learn about things around you you want you know you want to share your knowledge what you've learned with others uh, and so it's life's really about that I, I truly believe that I used to think it was about a lot of other things uh, and it is there's a lot of other things that are important but I also know that I think really important things are personal growth and just learning about yourself and others in life so yeah no I, I i you know i agree with everything you just said and it's something like on this show i think something we've wanted to do uh or want the show to be about is a you know if you're listening there's there's a few reasons why you're listening one you want to know about the person that that is on the show 
and maybe even want to learn about the the life that they're living and how can you join that career, get into that, sharpen your skills. That's kind of what I want the show to be about, right? Like a, a kind of a learning community in a sense. With that being said, is there anything that you have learned through your career, your process, your 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 journey that you would actually want or or uh, want to share with anyone that that maybe whatever age, but uh, yeah. you know, is there anything in, in in whether it's like well, instead of mixing, you know. <laughs> water you know whether it's a, a a technique or whether it's a life lesson do you got anything for anybody out there yeah absolutely uh i mean uh, you know i think everybody has some words of wisdom that they can impart on others uh in whatever it is they do i would you know there's a lot of things i've learned uh i know uh i can use my uh i have a friend of mine he's an artist uh and he's pretty He's a pretty good artist, but he gets, you know, one one thing I told him, I, I, he's very technical. He's kind of like when he makes mention about the water, how, you know, dilute it. You can dilute paint to make it flow better on the canvas and whatnot. And there's just different things you can do, different techniques and, and things like that. And he gets involved in that quite a bit. And I, you know, I told him, I was talking about it one time and I, I told him, I said, I really don't, you know, I, I don't worry about that. I think I did initially, like I said, when I was explaining earlier that I go to, when I was starting to paint, I went to the art shops and was getting, you know, advice on what paint brushes and everything. Uh, but after a while, then I realized, you know, I'm just going to do whatever. I, if, if you look at some of my artwork, I use a lot of mediums. I use everything from oil paints to acrylics to, you know, uh, I use oil, oil pastels, oil sticks. I use crayons, markers, and I use a lot of spray paint. So I try to use a lot of things because I don't want to limit myself. So that would be my, uh, you know, some of my words of wisdom to anybody else. Uh, art is, you know, there's a reason why they, there's that term art form, you know, there's, a, there's an art form to a lot of things that we do, not just art, you know, not just visual arts uh there's an art form to writing a good song you know there's an art form to choreographing a great dance uh you know it's an art form to creating a play from you know your beginning to your middle to your climax you know uh it's an art form so it's the process it's the learning i would uh say that if you're going to take up something then make it into an art form you know learn it the best way you want to learn it don't necessarily and i don't necessarily mean you know you have to take you can do whatever if you want to take classes but just kind of let yourself go and, and embrace it in that capacity uh, uh for me i know that i've gotten a lot uh more enjoyment out of it uh approaching my art that way and i think it's allowed me to be very creative and to, and to paint things that you know, I, I hear a lot of people comment goes, I don't, you know, I don't know what you, what you got that idea to do that, but I really like it. Well, you know, that's just it. It is an idea, but you have to let those ideas flow. I didn't really get it. I just let it out. Uh, we all have that capacity. I'm not unique in that way. I don't, I don't ever want to consider myself unique in that way because uh, first of all, I think that's just, I think that not, it's not necessarily as arrogant, but I think it kind of can set you up 
to not be as creative because then you think that everything you do will be wonderful. A lot of my paintings are paintings that have been redone, repainted over four or five times because uh, I didn't like the painting below that one or the one below that one. So some of them are many layers. Uh, and so that's where I think that art form where that, you know, you learn to develop that technique, you know, and the process. And there's just so many things involved. Uh, you just, you learn from that. And I think people that are good at what they do, uh, those people that engage in that. I was actually watching a, uh, a uh, thing on YouTube earlier uh, today about uh, Kobe Bryant, you know, and he was a great basketball player. I'm sure you're familiar with him. And he was talking about how he would just take one aspect of like the free throw and just keep practicing on that, you know, and he talked a lot about how basketball, if a good basketball player makes it look like an art form, you know, yeah. uh, the big guys out there running around and, you know, they're shooting and, and some of them really look graceful and elegant when they shoot, you know, and they look, they look almost like, how did they do that? You know, but it takes time to build up to that. And it takes a lot of dedication and practice and just learning your craft. And I think that's, that would be my words of wisdom. Uh, always, if there's something you're really passionate about, whether it be basketball, whether it be art, whether it be music, whether it be creating podcasts, you know, whatever it is, put your, you know, devote yourself to that whole process, learning everything, you know, because uh, there's many levels to anything we do, uh, you know, and, and it's no different. So, I would that that would be my words of wisdom, <laughs> whether or not they're wise or the wisdom or not. It's probably you know it's worked for me. Uh, that's really all I can say on that. No, absolutely. Um, those are those those are great great words to live by. And and the funny thing that you mentioned Kobe, um, I think it's uh, whether or not whether it's sports related or not. That's a guy to quite quite model your life after too. I mean, not only was a fin- he was a fantastic athlete. I mean, the guy also knew what like four languages. So I mean, yeah. you know, just the, and then any quote that came out of that man's mouth, it was just you know, it, it's quite quite a loss, of course. But uh, if you could yep. somehow uh, embrace what he uh, showcased to the world, I think you, you you're right on with that one. Um, you know, it's really funny. Um, I have a question here that that I, I always, again, I always have a problem with on my own uh, when I do my own art, and I think other people I've had the conversation with, and it's a it's a tug and pull thing. And I want I kind of want to hear your aspect to this. Um, you know, you're drawing something, you're painting something, whatever it is, and you're at this stage where you're like, hmm, it looks good, it looks complete, but now I'm going to add a couple of more strokes, a couple more colors here, a couple more this, there, whatever. Is that something you have a struggle with? Because I know it's something I'm always struggling with. It's like, I, when do I put the pen down? When do I put the paint down? Is that something that you always struggle with? Uh, well, I would say early on I did. Um, and, you know, and probably within the last five years or so, I, I there's a process actually I do now where, if I do get to a point where I think, well, I'm done, or am I? Uh, a lot of times I'll just take the painting and set it aside and just, you know, put it in storage or whatever, take it off the easel and I'll start another painting. And that allows me time to, to maybe come back and revisit it and, and work on it. I, I, I actually, there's a, there's a picture on Instagram where I, I'm standing with the gentleman that bought a, one of my paintings and it's a very large painting. It's like a 48 by 60. 
Uh, it's pretty big. And anyways, he invited me to his house when he has quite a, a few of my paintings. And so I really was gracious. Uh, you know, I had a lot of gratitude for him inviting me to his house to show me how he hung his art up in his house. And, and so I went over there and we were talking about that painting. And I told him, I said, well, that's that painting's probably been done and it's been revisioned at least twice. But in, I did the first version of it, and then I kind of let it sit for about three or four months, and I put it back on the easel and, and uh, redid it. And then I took it off, and I let it sit for about two years, and I finally came back and revisited it and, you know, was kind of going through my inventory. I was actually one day pulling out some paintings. I had to find a painting that somebody had wanted to buy, and uh, so I have to go, you know, I keep all my paintings in storage, obviously, and I had to, I pulled that painting out because it was in front of the painting that some individual had uh, chosen off my website. And so I was going to, I had to pull that out and, you know, get it ready and, and, and uh, ship it out. Uh, but anyways, I had the big painting sitting out for a minute, you know, for a couple of days. And I looked at it and thought, you know what, I'm going to put it back on the easel and start it. And I did. And it took me about, I probably spent about four weeks on it and no other artwork. And I did finish it. And, you know, of course, and later I sold it to this individual, to this man that uh, had bought some of my other, it was interesting how he actually uh, chose it. He, can't, he he comes over, he'll come over to my house every now and then, and he likes to just see my art and he doesn't want to, he doesn't necessarily like to go to shows. Uh, he's a pretty reserved individual and he just doesn't, really, he likes to, he, he's a true collector of the art, so he doesn't really go for the whole you know, the groupy stuff or the, you know, all the social stuff or the shows. He just wants to come and look at the art and decide. And so uh, one of the things we do is when he sends, uh, you know, out a uh, email to me or text me, say, hey, can I interest in buying a painting? And he'll want to come over and he'll kind of tell me what he's interested in. He, he's familiar with mine. He looks on my website. I'll pull him out. So I did. I pulled some out one time. And this painting here that I... Uh, did that was very large i had it had i just decided after i finished i was just going to hang it up because i liked it and i only had it hanging up in my uh on a really large wall i have that kind of opens up to my living room and my kitchen and of course he came over and we were getting ready to go downstairs into the family room i had all the art and he he just saw it on the wall and he really liked it mm. and so he you know he he uh purchased it and we talked about it and I told him I said you know I don't know what if that's any means anything but I told him I it really meant a lot to me that he liked enough to buy it because I put a lot of time and effort into it but it is a there's some give and take in that regards because I but I don't do it like I don't sit there and kind of ponder well do I need to add more of this if I get to a point where I start thinking like that I just take the painting and I put it off to the side and I go work on something else uh, but not as I would say now recently, probably in the last couple of years, I really don't. Uh, I just kind of create artwork and I uh, I really get to a point where I don't know where I'm going with something. I just kind of take it off the easel, easel and set it aside and start on something else. But I, I do normally actually work on probably three to four paintings at a time at any given time i'm always working on multiple paintings and what that has allowed me to do is is keep my my creativity flowing continuously because i can be working on one painting and i have several easels in my i have my studio set to where i can you know work on multiple paintings on the same wall but it's allowed me to 
okay, I don't like, I'm going to stop and work on this painting over here and I can walk over and start another one. So I constantly keep my artistic flow going, which has helped me immensely uh, in my creative process. And I think that's what I've kind of done. I don't think I've really planned it that way. I'm not saying I sat down and, you know, was trying to come up with a, you know, burning the midnight oil, trying to come up with a diabolical plan of how to continuously create art and, and not get caught up in, you know, when I'm done with the painting or not. I think it just kind of developed over time. Uh, and so that's where I'm at currently. Uh, and it really works well for me. Some people, you know, they'll work on one painting and they like to devote their time and energy to that one uh, piece. And that's fine. It's really just a matter of what works for, for you, you know. Uh, if you can, you know, multitask several paintings, by all means, multitask several paintings. But if you like to just do one, then do one. Uh, but I think that's what my process has, has developed and is currently at, is that I can do multiple paintings uh, and I don't really stop and have to kind of want to just kind of go back and forth, you know, and just work on several at a time. Now, with, with being able to multitask, is, is one aspect or, uh, sorry, is one painting potentially uh, uh, influencing the other one or you're, or you're mentally making that block saying, nope, this one's completely different than uh, painting than the other one. Or is it something you just can't help and just while you're working on three, you're like, well, they're all going to somehow influence each other in some fashion. I think the, what you said last, they're all going to influence each other in some fashion. I think that would be, probably the most accurate description of my process when I'm doing multiple paintings. I mean, I'll, I'll be working on paintings and they'll have some different color palettes, you know, different colors, but sometimes I'll be standing and I'll, I'll walk over with my paint in my hand and I'll add it to another painting that would, you know, that I'm working on differently. I'll kind of, you know, I kind of look at the aesthetics of the painting. Uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's, a, I don't know if I'm saying this word right, but it's a juggle position of, different ideas and colors and, and whatever is going through your mind. So uh, I do do that. I do do that a lot. Yeah, I think I do kind of let every all the paintings influence themselves. Uh, I want to, I, I try to deliberately uh, let things just kind of develop as they are. I don't, I, one thing I've tried to get away from, and I've been doing better at it is, is not to look at a canvas and say, okay, this is what it's, I'm going to try to produce on this. I kind of have a general idea, real, really, really general idea. And then I just kind of let it go from there. Cause I, I just think that personally myself, I produce better work and I, it's more fulfilling to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, 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 I think, I think being able to meld your, your paintings is kind of, I, I think it's going to, I mean, it's one of those things where I, th- I think you could help it. it it's, it's just going to happen. <laughs> it's just oh yeah, happen. absolutely. Um, so, I mean, we live in a world where obviously, I oh, mean, I found you on Instagram. We live in a world where obviously social media is sadly, I, I know it's just hard to believe it, but it, it's, it's sadly the, the, uh, the focal point of a lot of people's uh, careers. That's how people are found. That's how people make a living, so on and so forth. Um, that's just what it's become. Is is it, clearly you've mastered it at least in 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 a, in a way that um, not too many artists who are extremely talented that I've seen. Um, and I kind of feel bad for some of them. You know, it's like again, we live in a world where the social media is, in some cases, more important than your artwork, which to me I find 
I don't know how my brain can process that, but you've been able to balance the fact that, uh, or at least it looks like you, you have a fantastic following. You seem very engaged with your, your, your following. You're constantly putting out new uh, content, new photos and images and whatnot, what have you. Um, so I, I guess the answer from you is going to be, you know, well, I, I guess I, I won't ask you one question. I'll ask you this question. Was it always that way for you, or was it a struggle to get to where you're at in terms of your, your social media um, engagement? Uh, well, as far as, you know, when I first embraced, so, I guess social media can be looked at at different levels. I, the first thing I did was I did create a website, and I realized that, you know, that, that's a good way to get your art out there. I, I kind of had that traditional thinking as an as a artist that, you know, the only way I can really make it as an artist and make it selling my art and get my art out there is, is by doing gallery shows. And I did a few, quite a few of them when I was, uh, you know, when I initially when I started and I did some juried shows and, you know, I did art fairs and I kind of went through all the same uh, steps that everybody else does starting out and art does, you know. Uh, but I learned that, yeah, over over time, social media, I realized the value of social media as far as uh, connecting people. Uh, you know, it's, it's like anything else. You can use it for good or you can use it for bad. It's just, it's a tool. It's just like uh, you using your computer to reach out and talk to people about things that you like to talk to people about. Uh, and that's what you use it for. Or you could use it as a tool to rant and rave or, or whatnot, or, you know, <laughs> do whatever, you know, so it's like anything else. It's just a tool. Uh, but uh, I, I think over time I realized that I had, you have to balance out how much, you know, what you do on social media. I, I used it mainly, I use it only for my art. I don't, uh, you know, like I do a lot of stuff on Facebook. Uh, I have a, I have a uh, Facebook page was just about me you know my family i post stuff on there about things i do uh, you know my kids and things like that but then i have another one that's separate from that which is my art i don't really want to make that connection with that because i don't think that's necessary for me to do that i people people that look at my art just want to know about my art or they're interested in my art so i don't really incorporate a lot of stuff about my personal life in there uh just because I, not that I'm a very personal, you know, a secretive person or, or anything like that. I just think it's not that important. I do, you know, I'll share a little bit and stuff, but I don't put a lot, you know. I posted a picture of one of my dogs one time walking around in the studio or something like that, you know, or one of my cats. Uh, but I don't, I really keep it pretty basically around my art because I think the art itself uh, is personal enough. You know, I see a lot of artists, I, 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 I see artists that will put a lot of art out there, but then they put a lot of stuff about their personal life and within, maybe that's what they're just doing. Maybe they, they, there's, there's no separation from that. But for me, I think it's important that there is because people that are following me from my art want to see my art. So I don't want to, uh, you know, clutter up my profile with a lot of pictures, a lot of things that don't really, really pertain to my art. Yeah. So I don't, you know, so I try to do that. Uh, Social media can be very, it can be very good thing. It can be very bad thing. I don't use it. I don't talk about my personal religious beliefs, uh, my politics, you know, I don't do anything like that. I don't use it as a platform to try to push some kind of other agenda. I just, I don't think that's, 
uh, for me, that's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm, I want to, I do have a pretty good following. I've been very fortunate uh, to get as many people following me for as little. I really haven't been on social media that long. I started and I kind of got signed on in 2015 onto Instagram. And I had, a, I kind of started with still have my website. So I was really focusing on that. And so I started building up, but it wasn't until about 2017 that I really started putting a lot of my artwork on and getting it really going and being consistent with it uh, to get myself where I'm at today. And I'm, st I still have some goals of where I want to be. Uh, but yeah, definitely social media can be, it's, it's, it's like anything else. I, you know, it's a, it can be a tool for good or a tool for bad, you know, yeah. you know, uh, it's just how it is, but you have to choose what you want to use it for. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally have a love-hate relationship with it, and that's coming from a guy uh, who his full-time job is related to social media. So but <laughs> that, that is what I do. But, but that being said, it is, like you said, it is a tool at the end of the day, and it's up to the individual to, to really um, either master that skill and that tool or, uh, you know, fall victim to its uh, many detriments. But, but like you said, I mean, you are, you're clearly... I mean, like I said, you're clearly um, you found whatever works for you, and you're and you're making it work. Um, and you said you're very active on on on. You said earlier you're active with your fans on Instagram. I think it's very important, especially given today. Like you know, people want to have this personal connection with whomever it is that they're following or connected to. They want to make it feel like you know we're 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 best friends and best best buddies. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, and, and you're, you're doing it. You're also doing the gallery work and all that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I know COVID, of course, has had a massive hindrance on on a lot of, obviously, in-person things. With that being said, is there uh, – do you have any gallery openings coming up? Or is that something you've been doing? Or is that on hold? Uh, it's – I did a gallery at a – I did a gallery showing in 2020 uh, – the, in the summer and at a gallery called the Jones gallery in Kansas city. Mm -hmm. And that was the first one I did, uh, prior to COVID. I actually had done a, there was a, uh, a gallery in Lawrence, Kansas called art emergency gallery. And it was in a big warehouse and it was a very, uh, it was a great place to show art and meet people. Uh, and I, so I did that one and I've done a few galleries, are, you know, traditionally they're a great place to put your art and display your art and it's mm -hmm. a good way to get recognized and you, you definitely as an artist will uh get people that come to galleries that are serious about art and they're serious collectors and so if you're trying to you know sell art and make a living at, uh at it that's a good place to to be yeah, but, but by no means is it the only place and even more so now than ever uh, especially um, when you think when you uh put COVID uh, <laughs> into the equation. Yeah. Uh, I've actually, in this last year, 2021, I've, I've been selling a lot of art. Uh, and I sold a lot of art in 2020 uh, online, you know. Uh, I think because people, you know, they kind of turned to that I, and they really liked it, you know, and they were finding seeing my art. And I think people that are actually art collectors uh, who would normally go to galleries in wherever they live or, you know, around where I live, whatnot, they decided, well, galleries aren't open right now. It's just not a great thing to be doing with the whole social distancing. So they turned to the social media. Yeah. And so that's helped me and it's probably helped a lot of other artists as well. 
but yeah, I, you know, it's just a, it's a lot of balancing about what is, what it is you want to do with your art. Uh, I have to be very uh, pragmatic in the way I uh, view my art and, you know, do I want to just create art or do I want to create art that I can sell and, and continue to create art? So I have to look at it from, from that perspective as well. So I, I take, uh, but I like doing gallery shows because they're really fun because you do get to get that intimate level where you meet somebody in person. You know, I had a guy come up to me at uh, the Art Emergency Gallery in Lawrence. He was actually a student at KU and he came in and young kid and he just came out. I thought he was a, I thought he was going to be like a, I didn't know. He was kind of watching me a little bit. And I, I, the friends I was with, I told him, I said, this guy might be a, uh, maybe a assassin or Lee Harvey Oswald or something. He tried to take me out the way he's, and he finally came up to me and, and started talking to me. And he told me he really loved my art. He was an artist and he was attending. He, that's what he was majoring in. Or he was taken at KU. So, you know, at that level, doing gallery shows are great you know that's a really good way to as an artist I think I'm I think some artists are really introverted uh and I can be when I'm in my studio I can get real focused but once I walk out of the studio I'm kind of pretty you know I, I have a pretty sociable life and get out and do things with my friends and family and, and whatnot uh that's a great place to be social and to get to talk to people and do things so i would say definitely yeah but it's a balance you know galleries uh, right now it's just not a great thing to be getting into uh, yeah. and you you do you can reach so many more people uh through social media like i was saying if you if that's what you're trying to do and you want to you know build a following and a, uh you know and you want to sell your art it's a good way to do it uh, and I'm, I'm very fortunate i can do that uh but you have to know you like you said you have to kind of know what you have to there's certain things you can do to make it work well for you and and, and as, once you learn that uh, there's some basic ideas some basic premise of how to how to manage a social media platform and and, and build your following and be you know kind of get out there and, and be heard uh, it takes a little it takes time and experience and just a learning process yeah no and, and like you said i think you're killing it with that and, uh, you know, it's great that you're selling art on, on online uh, during these times that, you know, at least you're able to make a living uh, in any which way you can. And it's funny, we're, we're in New York City, and I think, you know, it would be fantastic to have your art on Bleecker Street in Manhattan. There's tons and tons of galleries here. So hopefully one day, if you ever well, make I, it out east. <laughs> yeah, I've actually, you know, I've, I've communicated with some galleries uh, in New York, and I love when I'm when I go to New York. I really love to go down into the art community areas and the, you know, the Soho area and, and just wherever there's art. I really and it is a great New York City is a great great platform for that, and it's a great place and it's a great community for you, right? But uh, yeah, it's just one of those things right now. I, I mean, it's it's getting there again. I think people are getting back out and kind of, you know, cautiously they're getting out and going back to these things and, mm -hmm. and right so. It's kind of a human nature to, to be social creatures and, uh, you know, we're kind of, uh, you know, we are like cats in that way. We, we have a curiosity to go out and learn and experience things. So uh, yeah, definitely. Bleecker Street is, I've, I've researched a lot of galleries on Bleecker Street and and I do want to do that. I love every time I go to New York. I don't usually go there for art. When I do, that's all I want to, I think about doing is painting while I'm there, <laughs> which is funny, but 
I actually like uh, one other thing I like about New York is I like trying the uh, street vending food. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like I, I just when you said that, that's the first thing I was thinking of the <laughs> coney dogs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, some of them you got to watch out for. You, you're gonna, you're gonna regret yeah, it. But no, but many of them are. Yeah, you're actually quite right with that. Many of them are quite, quite uh, delicious. But um, no, I mean, listen, it's been a fantastic conversation. I think you know, there, there, there's, there's so much more we could have gotten into. Um, thank you so much for taking the time and being on here. Um, real quickly, uh, where could people find you, uh, online real quick? Uh, well, I have a website. It's, uh, it's www.zoolimitcreations.com. It's my official website. I am on Instagram. Uh, I use my own, my old, uh, I have, uh, my Instagram account is, Oh, I have several actually, but the one I use now is my postmodern Tony B, which is, I kind of just left it, but like I said, I've actually changed, uh, but postmodern Tony B. I also have a page on Facebook called Zero Limit Creations, which I, uh, if you look that up, I actually have postmodern Tony B and Zero Limit Creations on, uh, Facebook. So you could go to any one of those. I also actually have a Pinterest board, which, uh, with all my artwork and it's so limit creations. So, uh, yeah, if you, if you type up that, or maybe you can even do Google crazy artists that doesn't know what he's doing. It was, it was just doing some crazy stuff. I'm sure my stuff might pop up there too, as well. Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm doing on uh, as far as anything online. If you somebody was interested in looking at my artwork, uh, so well, it is what it is. I guess I'm trying to just I just really doing my thing, having fun doing it, enjoying it. No, you're doing a great job with it. I mean, again, thank you so much for being on. I mean, that was that was. Oh, brilliant. thank you. Yeah. Thank you.